And we are live. I'm here with Reese McKay. Reese, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, pleasure. Pleasure. Always good to chat. I'm buzzing to speak to you again. I've got so many questions because last time was such a whirlwind and you just like were off to Fight Island and you were fighting that weekend. <laughs> we didn't want to disturb you on Fight Week because you kind of yeah. found out that you were in the UFC. You found out that you were fighting. Basically, had to pack your bags and go straight away, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. It was just... Um... It was hectic. It's kind of only just slowed down, to be honest. Um, yeah, uh, it was just hundred percent, and and life's kind of been different since, hasn't it? So it's good. What does it feel like? Was it? I still haven't had a chance to ask you this question, but you were someone who, you know, had been working towards this since you were a kid. Like since you were sixteen, this was your big dream. We obviously saw the moment that Graham Boylan told you. But what was it like for you? Yeah, it's like, and I, and I keep using the analogy, it's like an outer body experience. And, and like, that's the best way to describe the whole thing. It's, um, it was just, it was just mad. You know, it's like the moments I maybe expected the call, the call never came. And then the moment I probably was least expecting the call was the moment the call came. Uh, so like, it was just amazing. Like, just unbelievable obviously it wasn't the fight we maybe like the way the fight went and it wasn't ideal of, of course but uh you know the feeling of of reaching it like you know getting there where i want to get and and now that it's my time to shine there it's um it's unbelievable you know it's something i'm extremely proud of and it, it brings a smile to my face every time i think about that that day actually seeing mason jones's video uh today it made me kind of emotional um yeah you know, because I, yeah, to see, like, I, I resonate with how he feels and, and what it means to him and his girlfriend and his family, and it's amazing, it really is. It is such a special moment, and it's really nice for us to be able to be a part of it by watching it, and you did really did look absolutely shocked with <laughs> the timing of it. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the conversation was going down a different route in your mind. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Like it was, uh, it was so bizarre because like, I, I always remember Graham saying, you know, he was doing an interview, and you know, there wasn't, and, and a lot of people say to me, you know, oh, did you know really? And it's like I, I didn't have a clue. It's just, um, I'm not one of them guys that like, oh, this is the moment, or this is when this will happen. Like, you know, like it always reminds me the way people say it, it reminds you of you know when a girl thinks she's getting engaged. <laughs> there's all the friends oh, i'm gonna get engaged and it's like then it doesn't come and then it's the worst in the world so i always said my moment would come when my moment comes and yeah so unbelievable and there were like kind of loads of stories over the years that i've heard that you would never go to a ufc event or corner at a ufc event or even wear like ufc gloves or anything in the gym until it was your time is that true yeah, absolutely. Um, like I always remember Norman being signed and having his fights in the UFC, and he would have come back and like uh, he would have had his gloves, and you would have seen like a line forming of people trying them on, and and it was in no disrespect to Norman, but like I just never, it was just never for me, and like even people used to wear UFC hoodies and shorts and all all the carry on. It's like for me, like I just and and it was weird. I detached from that very young, even before I maybe even wanted UFC. Like uh, I just like. No, I, I like earning stuff and I like to, you know, I don't wear football tops or stuff like that because it's like, it's not me, it's not my uniform. So <laughs> maybe I'm a bit weird that way, but 
it certainly worked and it made it all more special. And Abu Dhabi, the first time I, I tried them gloves on was, was the first time I ever wore them. When the fight was the second. <laughs> That's just so mad. But I I do really love that story and like yeah, never, it's just I never make it all the more special. I never have them off. I train on them now and I mean maybe I wear them about sixteen times a week. Always oh my god. Because you know you've earned them now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And the thing is, as well, you weren't just, you know, called up to the UFC. It was Fight Island. It's one of the most historic and memorable events, uh, you know, that people will be looking back on this for years and years to come, like the first lot of Fight Island and fights there. It's, it's just incredible. It's ridiculous. I remember them talking about it and, you know, people were saying, oh, you know, would you not, like, I can't even really remember the conversations, but I, I remember people saying, like, would you not love to do that? I was like, yeah, of course, uh, but, like, it's just not happening. And then I put it on the shelf for a long time. And I didn't, I didn't, to be honest, I didn't even watch the shows that much. I watched the first one and um, I put it on the shelf. And then once I found out I was going, I kind of knew more, because they done this video kind of showing you what the island was. I never watched it because I was like, "Well, I'm not going. I kind of like I don't care how cool it is." Like, and uh, the nice <laughs> way. But like, then once I found out that I was going, I was on watching all the videos. I was like, "Oh, look, I'm going here." <laughs> all that stuff. <laughs> I even messaged you because I was like, "You were putting up stuff every day on your story," and I was like, "I'm the person sitting here getting excited over your lunch being delivered." Excited me too, like even the way, even with the UFC logo on the box, and it's like, wow, it looks so cool. It just looks so, so, uh, so ideal, so exactly what I wanted. Yeah, and you mentioned obviously the fight didn't go your way. It was a you know massive, <laughs> massively difficult fight. He he is becoming you know infamous almost in the UFC, Shimaev, and you know he's he's getting shoved up the rankings and you know you hear from one day to the next who he could be fighting and he's obviously got neil magny next but you don't regret taking that fight at all do you not at all if, 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 if they rung me and asked me would i fight in six days notice again I, i'd probably do it again um you know i'm, I'm not someone that regrets stuff uh, by any means um it's, listen it's great what shamaya's doing um with that being said i i set up in six days you know uh give me a few wins give me a few fights doing what i do and you know i'd like to run that one back um yeah absolutely like you know six days do you know what i mean what, what else can you say but he's doing fantastic and like long may it continue and but you know the way i'm going and the way he's going will align again so um, yeah I, I sleep easy at night knowing that you know it's, it's all good I, d I mean, it was a really tough matchup, a tough style to prepare for in on six days' notice. Even, you know, I mean, there's lots of tough fighters, and I'm going to come on to your next opponent in a second, who is also a really, really tough matchup. But people say there's no easy fights in the UFC, but I find it hard to believe there could be a tougher first fight than him at the moment. Um, yeah. So, the, the problem with everything was obviously with restrictions and, and and training you know we were doing we were doing like private group sparring and striking because it's less less contact than wrestling but like you know i don't even like saying this but we have we haven't wrestled in 15 16 weeks 
Like yeah. the first time I wrestled was the Monday after the fight was accepted. But listen, I, I you know, I took it on. I, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't making any excuses before the fight. I was there to fight. I was there to win. Um, but the muscle memory of wrestling and stuff was so, was so bizarre. And you know, so yeah. next time. We also saw Graham Boylan tell you the name of the opponent. You said, who have I got? He said, Hamza. You said, I don't know who that is. I don't care. I'll fight anyone. Like, and that is your whole mentality, isn't it? For sure. And like, I think a lot of people took that as like a, oh, he doesn't know or, he, you know, so disrespectful. It's like, I, like I'm, not a, I'm not the world's biggest UFC fan. Like, I don't know the whole roster. I don't know. Like, see him as the next guy I'm fighting. I, I didn't hear of him, but it doesn't mean I don't respect him. It doesn't mean I don't all the good stuff, you know. I just don't know yeah. the whole roster. How, how could I know the whole roster? I'm, I'm training to be in it. I'm fighting on it. Like, do you, if, I, if I knew the whole roster, I'd be watching more than I would be training. <laughs> You'd be doing my job. <laughs> this is it, exactly. This is, this is the, the point, you know. I don't, I don't think uh, – I think people read it very wrong, but, yeah, of course I know who he is now. <laughs> Yeah, well, and he also kind of, he kind of mumbled it and he only gave you his first name. So, like, I don't think I would have worked it out just from that. But and like the emotion, like, he could have said I'm fighting uh, myself and I, I would have been like, I don't even know who that is. You know, it's, it's one, of the, one of the moments as I flip, I, I don't even know what he's saying. And as I alluded to earlier, your next opponent's pretty tough as well, Alex Morono. Like, they, they say there are no easy fights in the UFC, but this guy's got 10 fights in the UFC already. Did you not want an easy fight for your second fight, Reese? <laughs> like, I think, um, if anything, it's a compliment to me. Uh, you know, I believe the UFC, no. Yes, I took my debut in six days, but they, they don't want to give me another UFC debut. They don't want to give me someone, you know, like who's passed it or something like that. They've given me uh, some 10 fights in the UFC, well-known in America. You know, you're right, no easy no easy fights in the UFC, but um, this fight excites me a lot. When I got his name and done a bit of research on paper, like this is the win that I want, you know, someone yeah. who's been there for six whatever years, 10 a fights. A record as well, not just 10 yeah. fights, like he's he's 6-3 and one, no contest, I think, yeah. yeah. He's no, uh, he's no slouch. He's no new boy on the block. So, uh, yeah, I take it as a huge compliment. But again, I, I think that the UFC know that I, I belong in the higher, the higher essence of that division. You know, that I'm not like someone that's there for a fight and, and bounce. You know, I'm there to stay. Yeah. So, what is it about the matchup that excites you? Yeah, I just believe um, I'm cool, calm, and collective, and I believe he's like. A ball of aggression like he's a ball he might fight on emotion you know he, he's a he's a shorter fighter he's uh don't want to give too much away but he does a lot of stuff that like fall into my game very very much um i just like the fighting all in all fronts uh he, he comes to fight uh, which i do he's game which i'm game um so it actually reminds me of a, a few fights i've had so yeah i'm, I'm training hard and I'm, I'm very excited and hopefully you're able to train a bit better than you were first time around um, because hopefully you're you're back in the gym and you're able to do a bit more at the moment in yeah, terms well, of contact and stuff and proper. Yeah. Well, I was um, I was kind of told that I would be fighting uh, on the island again. So I was kind of preparing for that, which was four weeks ago. So I had six weeks done. Before. So I'm on about week 10 of training now. So like I would like 
kind of like two fight camps uh, in the one. So like, if, if they if they rung me and said, "Rich, we need to push your fight to Fight Island this weekend," I'd be happy days. Like, I'm good to go with that. So um, yeah, uh, you know, I think there's more restrictions coming in now, so we have to tweak it and be a bit funnier now. But I mean, all the hard the hard end of the the fight camp is is wrapped up, and now we're just polishing things and fine tuning. As I was saying that there, I was hoping I wasn't getting you in trouble with stuff that you're not supposed to be doing in the gym. No, no, no. <laughs> New um, restrictions. <laughs> no, we're, we're very, um, very careful. <laughs> Joe Barton said his style will suit your style and you will knock him out. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I think his, his, uh, he fights with his heart on his sleeve. Um, something I used to be guilty of, uh, but I believe when... When, when the heat comes up in the fight and it starts getting hot and heavy, I, I just think he'll make a mistake and I'm clinical in there, so. Yeah, and I, I do think that you are very calm and collected when, you know, even when you walked out, I thought on your debut, you've been looking forward to this moment for so long, but you just look totally calm. And I think that's because in your heart, you know you belong there. And so it's not a kind of overawing experience even yeah. though it's you know your UFC debut yeah absolutely like even like walking out there or, or or any fight it's um it's very much like the same as walking out to the gym for sparring for me and you know I'm, I'm big in mindset and big in stuff like that but it's not something I fake or you know I just it's just so it's just so fun I find it hard to get worked up and when when I did get worked up in my early fights I hated it I didn't have a good time so yeah now I have a great time. How did you find it fighting without a crowd there? I didn't notice. Um, you know, a lot of people ask me, you know, did you notice that? And I, I didn't really notice. Obviously, in the nature of the fight, maybe didn't help. <laughs> didn't help that. But uh, like, you just, I like, the walkout and stuff. Though. <laughs> <laughs> like it was just so, like everything. Everything about it was weird. It was like the crazy six days. So like. By the time yeah. we got to the fight, like nothing, nothing weirder could have happened. Or, but no, I, like to be honest, it was kind of, it, it was kind of nice. You know, you weren't caught up, and like, you know, walk out to the cage, and that's it. Go fight. Yeah, and I saw what you always do your Sunday questions on Instagram, which I love. Um, and somebody asked you about. Um, what did they ask you about this week that I wanted to ask? Uh, you always get asked, always get asked if you're going back to 155, and I'm always glad that you say you're not. <laughs> oh, this, uh, like, that like, question. I'm going to put something up on my like my feed and tell people like, please don't ask me this question. Like, <laughs> I, I like, and this is this, my point is, I would do it if, if if I could make the weight safely. I would, but if I could make 145 safely, I would also fight it that weight. Do you know, like. <laughs> So, you know, like it, it, it doesn't make sense. Like people don't understand. I, I walk about it like one ninety five, one ninety four. Um, you know, I'm not that at the minute. Like because I'm coming down, but like, yeah, just not. Like it's just not. Hot. I'm six foot three on a Monday. Like, um, so it's just like one fifty five. Just doesn't make sense. No, I I don't think so either. And I think you look great at one seventy. And I just think you're you're going to have more power and. The longer you fight at 170, the more lean muscle mass you're going to build. And I just think it really suits you, that weight class. 
yeah, like, and even when I fought Perry Goodwin and stuff, it was like, like it was, it was so bizarre. Like my legs, like, which I was so jelly legged. Um, oh, it was brutal. It was really grim. So no, one seventy for for the foreseeable. You know, I like I never say never again, but I would ha I would definitely have to do a trial cut if I, if I was even to consider them down. But once I get yeah. to one seventy, I'm done. Like once I get there, it's like oh, no more. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah, I think that's it. You're you're building muscle mass every time, so it's not like when you were one fifty five and and you know you were never getting too much bigger than that because you knew you had to cut back down to there. So it's yeah. just going to be even more brutal now. Yeah, absolutely. Like when I was walking at one fifty five, I or when I was fighting at one fifty five, I was probably walking at about about one one eighty two, one eighty one. Like it's an extra twelve pound to have. Yeah. Thirteen more. Maybe. Yeah. So that's the answer. So, what about Fight Island experience last time? Do you think you'll take forward this time? Is there anything that's going to make it? You know, like anything that you're expecting now that you weren't expecting before, or? Um, I just think like, mm, good question. Actually, I think like the whole like, like. The whole bizarreness will just be gone, you know. Like it's yeah. a massive deal. Like you know, we're fighting in the pinnacle. Like it's the greatest sporting organization that MMA has. Um, so I just think like that first time will be took off. Even though I wasn't nervous or any, or scared or anything like that. Like I think this time I'll just be like, no, like back to business now. You know, like away, like almost like the almost like the fight island was like a joke show. Like now is the real stuff. You know, like. Yeah. And to get to do it in, in Las Vegas is ridiculous. It's my favorite place in the world. So um, I think I'm going to have to pinch myself a few times and say, listen, it's not a holiday, you know, relax. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it. a bad venue for your first two fights there, is it? It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Like someone actually asked me the other day, like, oh, where's your next fight? And I was like, oh, uh, Las Vegas. And they were like, and I was like, oh, flip, I know it's crazy, isn't it? Like you have to remind yourself, like, Oh, it's ridiculous! Like, but um, again, it's it's the fruits of our labor, isn't it? It's like you have, you know, <laughs> fought in the York Hall and London and Manchester and all these places and <laughs> and worse shows in at home. Uh, you know, you have to put the you have to put them shows in before you get the the big one. So yeah, it's very enjoyable, and very different. And actually, you know, this, was, this was the thing you said on your Sunday questions this week. I can't remember what the question was, but your reply to it was, this almost feels like it's your debut, almost like the first time was a dress rehearsal yeah. for this one. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it really does. Like, you know, I, I've had again, I, I, got, I think when I got the text of who it was, it was like eight and a half weeks. You know, but I've been getting ready to go for eleven weeks. You know, there's no stone unturned. Um, this will be the this will be the real one. This will be the this will be the fight that everybody sees. You know, because obviously, like I don't I don't care about stuff like you know people saying like uh, I'm sure you see on Twitter yourself like oh, I get smashed by cams at and stuff and it's like yeah, yeah just watch this just watch yeah. this one though. You know, but like that stuff that stuff doesn't get to me at all. Like it really doesn't. But like it gets I know to what's me. Going on, I know what. <laughs> I guess to everybody else. I can't bear it. I can't bear it. I've seen ones from this weekend just gone, and you just think they're not from other fighters. <laughs> they're definitely not. They're from people yeah. with avatars as their profile picture. Yeah. You know. 
no time for exactly those people. Like, um, yeah, but like, I think if anything, you know, I ha I have like a like I have a responsibility in my own head. I, you know, I don't care what anyone thinks. Like, I'll win a fight, however I win it or whatever. But you know, in my own head, I I have the standard to fight up to now. You know, it's not about some thirteen year old on Instagram that, that thinks I'm this and that. It's you know, it's for myself. Uh, you know, my last performance was was far from what I do, but this one yeah. this one will be uh, this one will be the one. Yeah, this is going to be the one that shows the world who Reese McKee is. Yeah, for sure. I'd, but, yeah. I totally believe that. Um, do, like, so another thing that I wanted to ask you about was quarantine, because there's a whole lot of that that comes along with fighting at the moment. So what what are your tips for getting through quarantine? Slab. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, for me, like, because, like, when we were quarantined and like uh you know and over this whole thing of the quarantine like you have to um you have to keep training and keep moving and, and having a having a purpose of the day like because see if you yeah. like and when we first went into quarantine like we had weeks of binge watching tv and there's a stage i didn't train for maybe like maybe 11 or 12 days and i've never felt worse in my life uh you know and it's not easy doing it in your living room and stuff but yeah, you know, it has to be, even if it's not training, read a book or or learn something or ring an old friend. You have to have an objective for the day because your day just goes to nothing if you, if you don't. But it is so. What about when you're in the hotel and you've like literally there for forty eight hours or whatever it is until you get your test results back? See, to be honest, I found that easy. I I slept for like two days. I. I'm <laughs> You know, I, I slept I slept in I napped I ate I napped again I trained I napped I went to bed early like for for me and any advice to a fighter and like fight island or any quarantine it's like get the sleep in because it's just so you know everything's done for you for two days it's perfect <laughs> sleep sleep and sleep <laughs> even the food's delivered <laughs> yeah like every like yeah I had no complaints about that 48 day or 48 hour quarantine zero Right, we've got some questions come in, so I'm just going to go to some of these. Stuart Henderson wants to know, who did you look up to when you were coming up? Uh, probably, I mean, I didn't really look up to anyone like because I always knew what I wanted, but um, Norman Park was, was in the UFC, um, yeah. you know, so like it's hard to look past. He was the first one that made me realise that, that you could do it and it's maybe what I wanted. Um, so, I mean, I would have to give the answer to him. Yeah. What did you think of Gamrot's debut at the weekend? Did you see that? Yeah, yeah what an amazing fight. Uh, oh, my God, was it amazing? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was so impressed with, um, I'm not even going to try and say his name, Graham. Uh, <laughs> I was so impressed. and I, I, I actually scored the fight to him. Um, so it was weird. He said he obviously said it was bullshit and stuff, but I, I, thought, I think he won the fight. I don't think Gamrot, he took him down, flashed him, but... Yeah. You know, he didn't really do much. But who do you think won the fight? I I thought that Gamera nudged it, but I it wasn't a robbery or anything, and I I really wasn't sure when it got to get because there were moments that I got so caught up in it that I don't actually think I was scoring it properly. If you know what I mean, and those scrambles yeah. were just mad. I was loving it. I am too. I think I was watching it as like I wasn't in it, or I wasn't scoring it. I was in it. You yeah, know. So. Yeah. What an amazing fight, and like you know, Gamera is someone like 
you know, I enjoy watching, uh, enjoy cornered against him before. I would love to fight him if I, if, if I ever went back down. <laughs> or if he went up, <laughs> let's say if he goes up. <laughs> uh, he comes up, if he comes up. But uh, he's fantastic. And, you know, same as Gurum, like they both have, I'm, I'm very excited to, to watch them both. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, what are your thoughts on this weekend's main event between Khabib and Gaethje? Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's one of them ones that anytime, anytime I watch Khabib, I'm like, this could be the guy to catch him. And then I watch the fight and it's like, no, it's not that guy. So I don't know, but like, I'm going to say it again, but Gaethje could, could be the guy to catch him. Like, yeah. I think um, Gaethje has nothing to lose. And, and, you know, I think when he fought McGregor, like, you know, like, he was on, like, McGregor was expected to win by some, where I don't think many people will give Gaethje a, ver- a fair chance. His record's not, like, the most prettiest record, or his style is not even the prettiest, but, like, he's a fighter and he's there to fight Khabib, so I don't know. It's hard It's hard to go against Khabib, but I think Gaethje's in for a, in for a shout now. Yeah, and he, he will give it everything. We know that much. Uh, St- Steve Brig wants to know, Kingdom or Cobra Kai? Both very good things to watch in Knocked Out. I didn't enjoy Cobra Kai at all. No, really? I hated it. Kingdom, though. (laughs) Kingdom was my jam. I liked Kingdom. I enjoyed it a lot. How good is that? It's brilliant, isn't it? It was emotional. That's what it was. (laughs) It was very, very emotional, especially as it went on. And it was fantastic, though. The MMA was really good. Like, I mean, you know, they weren't, it wasn't like all super bad punches and, and, you know, like flying hook kicks. It was like, it was a logical stuff. It was good. I also love spotting like some of the like real life fighters in it when you yeah. just suddenly like, that's Cobb Swanson. No, that, <laughs> that, <laughs> that was pretty cool. Right. Pride of Warrior. Who's the goat? Who's the goat? I, I'm going to have to. I think Adesanya, maybe he maybe hasn't earned it just yet, like in terms of like he hasn't been about for that long, but I think he's the GOAT. I think, and if he's not the GOAT, he's definitely going to be uh, soonest. Uh, I think, yeah, I think he's the GOAT. Wow. That's a, that's pretty cool. So you don't think there's anyone at the moment that can take the belt off him? Mm, I don't know. I don't. I think he's, I think it'd be hard to touch. Like, I think, and again, he's similar to my style, like, you know, that long striker, elusive, yeah. you know, often by the book. Um, you know, yeah, I think I think he's going to go far. He's a problem for everyone. Yeah, he is. Uh, I'm sure I asked you this on our last interview, but if you could change one rule in MMA, what would it? Ch- what would it, you change? Mm. Um. And so there's actually a few I could say like there's a few I really feel strongly about but um, I, uh, I think like I think the ju- I think the judging's bad. I seen someone else got robbed at the weekend. Yeah. You know, uh, kid uh, against the guy, ah, uh, the Australian guy. I think that yeah. There's something that needs to change. The, the one judge- that Ross Pearson was in his corner. Yeah, um, yeah. Malarkey. Yeah, yeah. I think like I don't know if if it would work, but like. If you give like twenty judges, like maybe all at home, and like you know, the more people you're judging a fight, educated people who know the crack and know, know what's up, like you know, the the higher chance of getting a, a correct answer. But free people, like you know, one of them only has to be an idiot to mess everything up. Yeah, 
So I, I don't been... know if you saw the boxing at the weekend. There was one guy on his phone when he was supposed to be judging the boxing, and then he was the one who came out with the crazy result at the end. Yeah, like no wonder. Like how does stuff like that? Like how does stuff like that happen? Especially with the way the rules are now, and like if it's supposed to be the most impactful punch or something. So somebody mm. could be have it, like winning the round and then you do the most damage. Like, and if that person's on their phone or not paying attention, like that's just, it's people's it's careers at stake. It's ridiculous. Um, it's something like I've never messed with. I remember judging an amateur fight one night or an amateur fight show and I was sweating. I was so nervous, you know, and because it's, it's not easy. Um, so, to do it at that level, it, it requires a lot of guts, but at the same time, if you're in that position, you have to do it and you have to take it serious. Yeah. When they've got the judging, um, the, the things that Mark Goddard puts on, like the, the courses, I, I want to do one, but I would never want to be a judge because I'm just really honest about how biased I am about <laughs> loads of fighters. And I just feel like if I really thought that person won, genuinely, everybody would just be on my case anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not easy. You'll, you'll, never be, uh, you'll never be right anyway. It's, it's one of the jobs you're always wrong. And, you, yeah, you can't please all the people. Uh, exactly. MMA Scotland, is there anyone you regret not fighting, like Ross Houston, for example? Your paths were a way to cross before you both moved on to bigger things. Uh, regret, not on my part. You know, I, like, I was up for that fight happening. I stayed in Cage Warriors, um, you know, after Ross left. Uh, no, so I, I definitely couldn't regret it, so to speak. I would love to have had the fight, but, I mean... I was I was gaming well and I, and I know he was too. We we actually texted yeah. him at the time, but you know Ross had to go do what's best for him and and I stuck my path and I, I believe the fruits of the labor have, have come through. So um, no, no regrets. I mean, there's loads of people I could have fought over the years. Like I was actually thinking I was meant to fight that guy Ferez Ziam on on another show. Like I've been yeah. with so many guys over the years where it's like ah oh, like if we fought it would have been cool, but yeah. No, I, I don't really regret stuff like that. Um, I tell, no, I can't. I can't even say the. No, I can't even say it's. Uh, I got offered a fight one time um, with a UFC veteran, and I was tied into a contract. That's the. This is the one I regret, and I can't. Maybe I don't know if I. Can, I don't. No, I don't think I can say. Oh, I think can. We just. You actually just mentioned his name. Oh my god! I can't think who I just said. Yeah. So someone will have to work that one out for you. But um, I got offered to fight that guy, but I was tied up in contracts. Um, so that's a puzzle for you to work out. I've got to go back and watch this <laughs> straight after we get off air. I don't know I, in fairness, I don't know how close it was, but I know I was offered it, but it didn't get any further because of uh, because of contracts. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to be thinking about this while we're talking now. Stuart said, get ex-MMA fighters to be MMA judges. I definitely think that's the way forward. Absolutely. Uh, somebody just saying hello to you. Feel it's not that. Glenn says, if you didn't sign with UFC, you'd probably have had a shot at the Cage Warriors world title. Do you regret? People are talking to you a lot about regrets. <laughs> this man is looking forward. Do you regret not winning it first, or are you happy where you are? 
I don't regret it at all. I was only ever there to win it to get to the UFC. Um, you know, I signed like I signed the contract to fight for the for the title. Like I was meant to fight in Belfast for a headline for the title. So um the whole like I, I feel like I won it anyway. I feel like I feel like what Mason done to Proctor, I was always gonna do anyway. Um yeah. so I have zero regrets, you know. Um I'm happy to be signed in the UFC. So was it Ross Pearson? Very good. Hey, somebody well, paying attention. Anyway, you know, it was um, I got the name free, and you know, I was buzzing, but contract contracts didn't let it happen. Yeah. So, how long ago was that? Uh, that was a while ago. That was um, uh, that was before I fought Hack and Force. Okay, because I saw him fight last. December for Pro Bellum, he was fighting Davy Norman and he um he got knocked out by this rolling thunder. I'd never seen one in real life before. <laughs> Is that show? <laughs> yeah, oh, mad. It would have been in that one. Oh wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh god. Well that's it, yeah. That is a fight I would have liked to see, but there's many 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 more that i'm looking forward to seeing you get matched up with the ross houston one i still think could happen down the line did you see his fight with mvp yeah i was actually very impressed um you know he said, I, I don't i don't know if that fight would ever happen like um you know my my career will finish in the ufc um so it depends what ross does at bellator um and you know if he makes a jump over but yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. Like, yeah, big, a big cool fight. He's a good guy. He impressed me a lot because, like, I've seen MVP train. I was lucky to be in, in Ship Fighters once and, and watched him spar. And let me tell you, that guy, that guy's an operator. That guy's a real deal. Like, um, yeah, I think if we ever got MVP in the UFC, I think that, like, that would be remarkable. Do you think, I'd, I think the time's passed for him to join the UFC now. I think he would have done it by now if he was going to make that move. What do you think? Yeah, well, I think he's an, I think he's an absolute superstar at Bellator. I think uh, mm. I think he paid way too much money to, like, yeah. consider, to consider leaving. And, and listen, you know what, like rightly so, like some fighters, that's the, the whole gig. Um, you know, so yeah, I think, I think you're maybe right, actually, what you said. Yeah. And then Semtex as well is his. He's obviously an absolute legend in UK MMA. He's he's got his last fight coming up. So that's another fight that makes me sad that we'll we'll never get to see you fight him. But um, yeah, just, it's it's a huge like it's such a division that's like got so many opportunities. It's so stacked in the UFC. Is there anyone in particular that you would like to face down the line? I've got a good opponent in mind for you. I would like to fight Carlos Condit next after this one. Um, I'd like to fight Carlos Condit. Um, I mean, everybody says Cerrone, so I'm going to leave him alone. <laughs> like, uh, you know, there's, there's so many fights. I've I seen uh, James Christ at the weekend. Uh, I'd like to fight him uh, again, like, I, I want to I want to fight someone that I watched as a kid. Like I stayed up late to and watched him. Like and that's Carlos Condit. I remember staying up when he fought GSP, and I was like, "Flip the natural born killer." And, you know, I think to stand across from him in, in the most respectful way would be amazing. And I also think I'd give him a hell of a fight, and I believe I'd win that fight. So I I would love that one. I really that's that's the one I'll call for after after Murano. I would love to see that fight as well. I'd like to see you fight Mike Perry. <laughs> 
yeah, I, I love I love to fight him. Uh, yeah, it's another fight. Like we have we have such a good fight. Like, um, and when I say we'll have a good fight, I mean like I think I would have a good fight. Like it's. <laughs> But yeah, like you know, you dangerous. Like these are guys. These are guys that are household names now. Like, yeah, they're the people I want to fight. Like I don't, I don't want the debuts. I don't want the unknowns. Like you know, um. So yeah, yeah. There's so many good fights. I uh, know. I totally agree with you. Um, and Peter said Carlos is a ledge. He certainly is. I I would love to see that fight. There's also the possibility. There's always the possibility of Dan Hardy coming back for one. But <laughs> just yeah. Yeah. that would that would be cool. Uh, Stuart says, "Hey, Reese, just want to wish you the best of luck in November." Appreciate that. So, I hope you feel the love, Reese. Like everyone I speak to is so behind you, just so excited for you. It's something everyone has my, my back so much, and, and like I mean, it is it is phenomenal, and like I mean, it's uh, it's just time. Like it's just I, I just feel like you know the last one, like everybody is with me, but I didn't really get to have the the ideal send off, but like yeah. this, this fight's this is the vicious one that like I, like I don't like using the term I've got a new hunger because I don't I always had the same hunger but there's um there's a real importance in this one for me and um, yeah I'm very excited I'm glad this time you've got full preparation almost double preparation if it's a double camp but um, yeah, we're just a hundred percent behind you. I'm always so attached to all the people who've come from Cage Warriors. I feel like I've been watching them forever, and it just yeah. it means the world to see you there living your dream and to know how much it means to you is just very special. And yeah, very proud of you. Very happy for you. Appreciate it so much. It means a lot. Oh well, best of skill for November, and can't wait to see you bring home that W. Thank you so much. Take care, Reese. Thank you. Yeah.